Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Wanted to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we speak with the leading agencies, technology providers, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, and most importantly, impact customer loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Kim Welther. She's the Vice President of CRM and Loyalty for Bayesman. Uh, Bayesman is a very unique uh, innovation agency. Uh, they help brands uh, bring more efficacy and efficiency to their customer loyalty and CRM efforts. Uh, and a great, uh, broad, diverse set of clients as well. I'll let Kim tell a little bit more about that. But uh, it's going to be a very unique discussion today. We're going to talk about personalization. Uh, so Kim, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here, Mark. Absolutely. For First off, uh, we'd like to start these on a more personal level. So can you tell us a little bit more about you and uh, your current role, maybe a little bit about your history and kind of what you do for Bayesman? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been with Bayesman about 12 years now. Um, so my history has um, been on the agency side for 12 years. And then um, formerly I was on the brand side and was at Victoria's Secret for about eight years. And I oversee and lead our CRM and loyalty um, agency division for Bayesman. Okay. Uh, what's a fun fact? Something you enjoy doing outside of Bayesman? Do you like parasailing? Do you like uh, you know jumping out of uh, jumping out of a plane, scuba diving? Well, what's something you do to kind of relax? Um, I am very risk adverse, Mark. I'm probably the opposite of you. So no parasailing, no jumping out of airplanes. Um, but I love reading. So that's very safe. Feet on the ground. Love reading books. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> So for those who may not be familiar with Basement, can you give us a brief overview of what Basement does, how you do it, maybe what industries you work in? And uh, I think you guys have a very unique story and it'd be great for the, the, the listeners to have a better idea. Yeah, absolutely. You summed it up really well, um, but Bayesman really works with brands to help them understand their customers and how to build a more personalized relationship with them. Um, we really have been helping brands unlock that journey from the one-to-many to the one-to-one. -one. And so we have a variety of clients. We are um, very heavy in retail, but we do a lot in the home service and healthcare um, areas as well. Um, we do have all of our clients' data in-house. That is um, critical in the work we do. Okay. When you look uh, at the, kind of the clients, uh, high retail, uh, what are some things that you're seeing right now? Uh, what are they asking you for? I know we're going to talk about this a little later, but kind of high level, what, what are you seeing from uh, people that are their clients today? Yeah, absolutely. We've been um, very busy um, working and hyper-focused on personalization at scale for brands and really trying to unlock the right message at the right time. So every brand we work with is in a different stage of that journey. And we've been working on building out kind of the right testing strategy, really helping them understand what the right next step is for them um, to really start to um, kind of take steps to that more one-to-one -one communication. Okay. When you look at uh, personalization, it was a big topic at the Loyalty Expo. It's probably yeah. going to be a big topic this fall at the Customer Experience Expo. You know, we want to talk about that more. So when you look at personalization, I think you define it as the right message to the best customers at the perfect time. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that means? I think that that's very concise and impactful. 
Yeah, absolutely. So making that journey from one to many to one to one, the concept in theory is very easy, but in reality, execution is pretty complicated. So if you think about your marketing strategy, um, for example, we're emailing all the time. Um, and so if a customer hasn't opened, hasn't clicked, um, we need to stop talking to them in that channel and we need to prioritize the channel of engagement for that customer. So we're really helping brands understand like how unlocking that customer journey at that individual customer level, you know, drives cost savings. It helps brands build a deeper connection. Um, and then at the end, the ultimate goal is driving more sales. And so it's really around understanding that um, that one to many all the time doesn't work all the time. Okay. When you look at uh, personalization, uh, definitely very fluid right now. And what have you seen uh, from a brand's personalization perspective over the last 12 months? How's it evolving? What, what's new? Where are brands going? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I probably see two areas where it's evolving, I think, um, rapidly. The first one is just within like organization and the structure of the organization. For so long, marketing's been divided by channels. You see head of stores, head of e-com, head of digital. Um, sometimes they don't roll up to the same leader. And we're starting to see more of those roles and titles like chief customer officer. Yep. So brands are making the move to start putting the customer first. And so, you know, that really means that we're engaging with the customers, not because a team is delivering on a marketing plan, but we're delivering on customer level engagement. And it's really about brand shifting into that different way of thinking. So I think that's one way it's really evolved. And then the other way is um, kind of in the strategic marketing sense where we've got the right team in place. Now it's that recognition of unlocking that biggest question of when is mass marketing effective and important, but when is that more personalized approach needed? And there are a lot of different um, sales strategies. I think that that one to many works and that's okay. And it plays an important role. However, there are a lot of times within that customer journey that that more personalized marketing approach is important. Some of those moments might be um, next purchase. Um, so how do we create that second purchase? How do we potentially reactivate that pre-lapsed customer? Or it could be some of those storytelling moments around loyalty programs, and we need to let them know what the benefits are. So it's really about the understanding of balancing both of those one-to-many and that one-to-one. Okay. Interesting. One of the things that we hear, we have meetings with brands at Loyalty 360 uh, twice a week. Uh, and one one term I heard recently, kind of feeling journey happy. Uh, brands say that they're journey happy right now. So, yes. you know, being able to kind of get their uh, arms around the most effective journey for the customer, uh, depending on where they may be, how they've engaged uh, pre and post, it, it, it's very uh, top of mind for sure. And, and just to hear journey happy. And I wasn't sure that was a derogatory term or had more of a positive term uh, for Georgia. So I had, I had to ask, but it, it, it's come up a couple of times. So it is a positive thing. But I think that what they see is, do they have the resources to truly understand and maximize the potential in the journeys? Exactly. And that's that balance. Like it's not all going to convert over to the journey happy strategy. It's around the balance of um, kind of both of those things and making sure that you understand what the right place is. Okay. You know, when you look at true personalization, uh, getting to, you know, product, as you mentioned, right, the right message, best customer, perfect time, you know, that that's different than just having someone's name in an email, uh, right? And it may, if you know you have one or two products you have, may have an interest in. So, you know, what are some of the challenges you see regarding personalization uh, and, and, and the brand's ability to do it at scale? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, lots of challenges there. I think your first challenge is what we kind of mentioned around some of those brand silos. Um, so organizations have, you know, technology and marketing haven't necessarily been working together. And then within marketing, the channels work very independently. They're all sending their message um, in all the different channels. They're all counting that sale towards their marketing. Um, so there is that brand shift that really needs to go to moving to the customer center marketing. Um, and we deliver on that true personalization where it's putting like the customer first versus the marketing plan first. So data needs to be the number one um, single view of the customer where we're understanding what channels they are engaging in. And we are delivering in those channels of engagement or in those channels of the preference center request. So those are definitely, you know, that's the first step of the challenge. And then I think what every brand will say a challenge is, is personalization of scale. We can't go from 20 creatives in one month to 200 from and put strain on both the creative and the execution. And so it really is around um, making sure we understand that that's a challenge and you have to start simple um, and really determine Determine what's going to be the biggest impact. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned, we have these digital roundtables with the brand members. Uh, and, and one of the, we had one recently on preference centers, uh, privacy preference centers. But there was discussion around how to leverage the preference centers. And what we've heard most recently is that, you know, they don't necessarily want to make it front and center that you can uh, get one email or two emails. But there's a big push right now we see for getting more zero party data to make the more the messages more targeted and tailored to the customer. You know, how do you see preference centers uh, working with brands? And are, are there some things that you're seeing from a success perspective, how they can collect additional information uh, to, to optimize the channel, the you know, the, the frequency, the products, the habits, anything that you're seeing? Yeah, I think everyone would agree preference centers are amazing ways to learn more. Um, the challenge with preference centers is that we're asking customers to take an action. And there is just a large portion of customers that won't tell us. And every marketer wants people using the preference center and telling us. So we need to have that balance around 100% an easy to use preference center that we can collect as much data as we want. Um, but then brands really need to take that level of um, information and then layer it on with what we can um, find out from just data collection. So I think that's where, um, well, you know, the challenges in email engagement, we know if they haven't purchased, um, we have to quickly pivot to digital SMS and direct mail to drive engagement. And so we always leverage preference center first, then we leverage data, and then the rest is around um, kind of testing and figuring out what works. Okay. Excellent. So when you look at zero party data, uh, using a preference center to, to obtain that information, you know, what are some ways brands can encourage customers to share more about themselves? So it's not creepy, right? Yeah. Uh, we've heard of quiz commerce, we obviously know the kind of the, the potential for zero party data, you know, how do brands do that so they can learn more about the customers, uh, maybe completing a member profile, sharing their interests, preference, whatever, maybe well, you know, what's working well? Yeah, I think it's important, um, first and foremost, to level set expectations there. Um, we won't ever see 80% of customers going and filling out a preference center. And so it's important to know that any level of collection from a preference center is success. And so it's always good to motivate, as you said, um, with any type of reward. Um, loyalty is a really good way in which we can get our most engaged customers giving us more information. And so whether that means um, offers, 
points, um, some sweepstakes, maybe some gamification in there to make it fun. That's where I think we start to see um, a little bit more success. But also, if anybody's filling it out, we're going to call that successful because that's information coming right from the customer. So I think that's where um, you try and you have moments of reward, but you also then have to understand and rely on other information outside of the preference center. Okay. Uh, is there a piece of advice that you would give for brands who are looking to improve their personalization efforts? Any quick wins? Is gamification uh, something they should consider? You know, what should marketers be looking at if they want to kind of have more efficiency and effectiveness in their personalization efforts? What's yeah, work? I think um, gamification, all of it should be considered. I think the um, quick win is to start the journey and start testing um, and setting executive expectations around what personalization at scale means. This is a marathon is not a sprint. Um, so rolling out without testing can be very dangerous. Um, we want to really take the time to identify that crawl, walk, run roadmap. So focus efforts on those high impact personalization moments that drive sales. Um, and then also understanding um, the capacity of the team and what they can take on from that creative and the execution and focus on doing it right. Start simple, start small, um, and then you can grow into it. Okay. Uh, closing thoughts, uh, you know, are there initiatives that brands should be considering or are there some new initiatives that Basement is looking at in, in 2023 that could be helping brands? You know, what are you guys up to? Where are you guys going? Yeah, I think, um, in my closing kind of thoughts and advice is I would say in the hunt for personalization, um, into that more one-to-one -one journey, automation will be critical, um, and we have to move fast. So if a brand is faced with data challenges, creative challenges, execution challenges. You can't let that be the reason for not evolving. Um, it's important to know when it's right to bring in a partner. Um, the competition's moving fast. Um, everybody is moving um, super fast right now. Speed is critical. And it's important to know when to um, kind of bring someone in to help. Okay. Well, Kim, thank you very much for taking the, the time to speak with us today. It's always uh, interesting to hear what you guys are up to, what you're doing. It's always concise, uh, which is always uh, helpful. Uh, so thank you very much for sharing your perspective on customer loyalty and obviously look forward to hearing more from you and the team throughout the remainder of the year. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mark. Uh, thank you everyone for taking the time to listen today and make sure you join us back for our next edition of Loyalty Live. Until then, have a wonderful day.